This is the Mark Podcast from Lifeway Women. We're your hosts, Elizabeth Heineman and Kelly King. Each episode, we'll talk about what God is doing, how He has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We're so glad you've joined us today. love connecting with you on social media. We'll bring encouragement, scripture, giveaways, and more to your social media feed. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Lifeway Women. Hello and welcome to the Marked Podcast. I am Elizabeth Heineman. I'm here with my co-host, Kelly King. Hey, Kelly. Elizabeth, okay, hang on, because today's podcast could be, I don't know, a wild ride, a little bit of a maverick, (laughs) because we have David Bennett on the podcast today. David, we're going to do a behind the scenes little look at what happens here at Lifeway with some of our magazines and the, um, especially Home Life, because that's what you edit. So, David, thanks for being here. Tell us a little bit about you, your family, and what you do here at Lifeway. Well, I'm glad to be here. Full disclosure, I had no idea there's any video involved. So I felt you can just call me Mr. Potato Head. I feel like Mr. Potato Head with my allergy eyes in today. Oh, you're so, fine. No, no, no. I know. It's great. It's great. It's fun. So I'm, I'm with y'all, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah, I actually moved to Nashville to create a family, obviously. So I, was, I moved here a little over 30 years ago. Uh, to work at Lifeway in the youth section, like student discipleship mm-hmm. ministry. It's called student ministry now, but youth discipleship, and did some resources there as an editor. Traveled a lot too, but on the fifth day on the job, I think it was Friday, March 5th, 1993, at 2.05 p.m., I met this girl, this lady, <laughs> and uh, that lady became my wife, and and so we, there's a lot of cool products that have come out of Lifeway, but but I think Mary Claire, Carolyn, and Sarah Kate are the best products that Lifeway has produced. Our three daughters. <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah, Lifeway, Lifeway made me a family, wow. kind of sort of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And Kimberly is still working at Lifeway too. What does Kimberly do? She is. Kimberly is in the kids' area, and she works most real closely with VBS. And yeah. so the last every January, February, March, I don't see her much because she's doing all the training for VBS, among other many other things in the kids' area. But I left and told her goodbye, and she said, Shh, David, I'm on in a meeting right now. So she's she's doing her stuff <laughs> at home while we're doing our stuff here. So she's she's the one that they will not vote off the Lifeway Island. They will keep yeah. Kimberly, and if it comes down to one Bennett goes, it'll be me. She's <laughs> she's much more valuable, and she's an amazing, amazing minister, person, and employee. Yeah. yeah. I met Kimberly before I met you because I she helped a lot with Center Kid Camps, and I worked at Center Kid Camps, so I met her That's right. forever ago. So if you are a camp alum, then you probably know Kimberly. <laughs> she may have been instrumental in getting some people paid, which is always yes, a good thing, Yes, yes. I think that's she was instrumental in getting me paid, yes. so that's great. And, our, fa- and our, our funnest thing that we say about Kimberly is people, like she would never, ever tell you this, but she does have a famous brother. She does. <laughs> yes. She does, and she's actually was traveling in Romania or someplace like that once, and, and she was introduced as Kimberly W. Smith. Oh, she was amazing. before she was a Bennett, but yeah, Michael W. Smith, musician, mm-hmm. is her only sibling, yeah. uh, and so yeah, the two of them, you know, she followed him down here, and he was struggling and yeah. didn't pay his rent once he spent it on a perm. And so oh, they that's had awesome. That's a great story. Priorities. Yeah, it, it was an awesome perm. I think you can see on the album cover. I'm sure, but yeah, but Kimberly is 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 Kimberly. She's actually sung for the president 
um, wow. all that kind of stuff. But she wouldn't tell you any of that. I will make up stories that aren't true, but Kimberly wanted me to tell you the <laughs> true stuff. Yeah, she, she, she's amazing. Humble. Um, she's, she's, she's awesome. God, God's person for me, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about what you do now for Lifeway. You told us, like, you were in the student ministry, but what do you do now for Lifeway? Well, and you know what? I feel like, honestly, it's my favorite job I've ever had. I may have said that about things in the past, but I'm a managing editor of Home Life Magazine and managing editor of Open Windows, which I don't think it means anything, but they are two of the oldest things that Lifeway right. produces. Okay. Well, okay, so Open Windows is celebrating, is it like 86 or 87? You know what, what I'm working, we're starting to work on the 87th issue wow. of Open Windows. That window's been open a long time. <laughs> and then home, and home Life is working on the 77th issue. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit about the mission of Home Life and how you hope that it impacts our readers and the churches that purchase it. Well, awesome. Yeah, Home Life is just such a fun, fun magazine. And I tell people, if you want to not color outside the lines, because we're definitely biblically accurate, we're tr- there's trustworthy content, mm-hmm. but it's such a fun place to just to, to share such a variety of messages. Yeah. So it's, it's um, our tagline line is faith, family, life. So it is a, a faith-based family magazine. And as I travel very little now, um, people say there's just not many faith-based family magazines out mm-hmm. there. I, I was actually invited to this conference a couple of weeks ago, and they said, we need you because we can't find um, many faith-based magazines that, that can be you know yeah. represented. But it is for women. I would say it's for women and the men whom they make read the magazine. <laughs> but the, you know, the faith section obviously deals with a person's personal faith journey, and the articles that appear there could appear in any section almost because mm-hmm. they're all just appropriately you know related to a person's personal journey with the Lord. And the family section is awesome. It always has parenting stuff in there. It always has marriage stuff in there. It always has family-related content. And then life is like living on mission, living on mm-hmm. purpose. And, and it's kind of a nice wrap-up, and, and we see people living out what they believe. And sometimes it's an, not an epic fail, but sometimes they, they share their struggles, which I think is good. Yeah. But there's always hope saying, you know, we're in it together. It's a journey, and, and this is what you know God's called us to do. And Let's just pray through it and and, and trudge on. So it, it's an exciting magnet. Mm-hmm. There's humor in it. Yes. It's lighthearted. I wouldn't say it's candy-coated. I, I don't like candy-coated stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's real life, honestly. Mm-hmm. And there we've dealt with some tough issues, but there's yeah, always the yeah. hope. There's always this, you know, yeah. you know, there is a hope, and yeah. God's not finished with us yet. Yeah, I, that's one of the things I like about it is that, you know, there's it's it always is takes you back to scripture and like, like you said, it's faith based, but also um, we don't shy away from difficult subjects and like Becky Keith, right? She writes a lot about anxiety and how you deal with anxiety, even in herself as a parent or as in children. You've got a, a column on step families, you know, and step children and what it means to be a step parent, and those aren't always easy easy, you know, things, but mm-hmm. what p- people probably don't realize, David, and because I'm part of this process too, <laughs> is that like home life is, is a monthly. So you never get time off. Like it is like, there's always a magazine to put out. Like you cannot miss deadlines. You have to. So tell us about the process of doing them. Like, and how far we work in advance on these. I don't want to say this because I don't want my pay to get docked, but believe it or not, it's easier than you would think. <laughs> but I think it's because the tight schedule, the deadline, too, mm-hmm. there is no real, really room for error. I mean, you just can't. And we've prideful, you know, thankfully, we've never, ever missed a deadline. We've all been on schedule. But every 
first Monday, sometimes Friday, but every first Monday of the month, we know another issue is going to the printer. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it starts with basically a blank slate. And, and sometimes people ask, well, do you have an editorial calendar? You know, what's your editorial calendar for Home Life? And I, I never hand them anything except a statement. And I said, well, with Home Life, basically as the family calendar goes, so does Home Life. Mm-hmm. So we look at where we start as messages, and we, we, we work very closely with our women's Bible study team mm-hmm. and with B&H. So as we're looking for content, the obvious place to go is, is with people we know um, that, that have a message. And so usually we'll start and say, well, what's coming down the pipeline? You know, right. Jen Wilkin, Priscilla Shire, and, and say, can we get them to write something original? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and, and we'll, 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 I'll bake them a cake if they'll write something <laughs> original for us. And then we look at releases with, through B&H. And a lot of times the women Bible studies in the B&H releases are, 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 are paired. So that makes right. it really easy. And then it's very easy to fill in the blanks. Occasionally it's a challenge. But we start about a year out with a blank calendar. Mm-hmm. And we say, well, what are we going to do next September? Mm-hmm. You know, and then we look at what's coming in the pipeline. I tell people if you want to write for home life, li- think about living in a different hemisphere because <laughs> yeah. you, a writer would actually submit an article in August to be printed in January. Mm-hmm. So it's a long, it's a six month plus process. I'm always working at least three issues at the same time. So that keeps it real exciting. But I like that. I like mm-hmm. that kind of mosaic, crazy shotgun approach where it's not just linear, just one line. Of curriculum, but um, what what else? I've probably totally missed the boat on that. Yeah, There's a yeah. lot that goes into the magazine. We have a very small team, very small team. You'd be surprised about four of us mm-hmm. uh-huh. that make the make the magazine happen. But um, yes, basically get that article in, get it designed, and and uh, we got lots of eyes on it, lots yes. of eyes on it throughout until it goes to the publisher. And, Which we uh, were talking about that before we came, you know, onto the podcast, and we were talking about. You know, how many people read it? And there's still occasionally like we'll look at it and we'll see a typo or something yes. that we just missed. And you just think, and I, you know, Bible studies it are happens the same in ways. all publications. Yes. Working so for a publisher well. gives you a lot of grace for typos yeah. that you find in books because you're, you're like, not ta- you're not talking about I, home life or open windows, right? It no, no, I've okay. never seen okay. a mistake in those. So, yeah. I'm just talking yeah. about just in general, you know, <laughs> books out there you because there are it so does. many people that look at every, like read the same thing and have like degrees in English and then it'll just be a typo or something makes it to the printer. But, um, we love home life because a lot of times the people that are in home life are also on the podcast. So if That's you true. love to listen to our guests on the podcast, like you'll love the stories in home life because mm-hmm. um, we share a lot of guests, uh, feature authors. So tell us like you're great at storytelling. Um, what are, how do you encourage people to tell their stories? That's a, that's a compliment. That's thanks for saying that. I love to tell stories. Yeah. Usually they're true. I do. <laughs> I do love to tell stories, but mine goes way back to I, I'm a I'm more of a writer than an editor, mm. and uh, and that's that can be tough because yeah. I can write something in 15 minutes and then spend the next two hours editing it. Mm-hmm. And I wish I wasn't that two sided kind of person. So that's why I tell you know writers I'll say you know, just silence that voice that edits, and then. I also share, and I'm kind of realizing this, it's easier for me to, like, write something and help meet my word count by including a great quote, maybe in a paragraph (laughs) and lots of scripture. But really, with with Rise and Courage, I said no one wants to hear what's 
someone else has said. They would just read their book. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. And we don't want them to read their book. Right. We want them to read, right, read Home Life and all, <laughs> right. all our books. But say, so just share what you share. Say mm-hmm. what you have to say. And uh, I encourage them to be raw and real. You know, we talked about tough stuff. We actually had have published an article about a woman. She called herself an adulteress, and she mm-hmm. was. She had uh, had an affair mm-hmm. with uh, the uh, her her best friend's husband or something, and it was tough. It was mm-hmm. tough, tough, tough. But, you know, there was repentance and grace and stuff over there. So I tell people don't shy away from the tough stuff because that's less life. The li- tough right. is, life is the tough stuff. But, and of course, we can edit it and frame it and mm-hmm. and, and tweak it so it's appropriate to our readership because mm-hmm. we always have our readers in mind. But, um, yeah, it's um, I like telling stories. I think people like reading stories, mm-hmm. and uh, and and really that's what we're looking for. And Home Life is a good storyteller. Yeah. Some are very cerebral storytellers. Right. Mm-hmm. Drew Dixon, he he is so educated in an area I know nothing about the gaming industry mm-hmm. stuff, but I understood because he told told it so well. Right. In a recent article, he did for us. But yeah, it's about just being real, honest, raw, and and we'll we'll shine it up. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll shine up the rough edges, <laughs> but we leave lots of rough edges because mm-hmm. that's the story of our being works in progress. Yeah. Okay. So this is not on script, but when I was, <laughs> when you're talking about this, one of the things I think about is that there are a lot of rom-com movies, a lot of movies that really glamorize magazines. And, <laughs> you know, I just think about some of the ones I've seen over the years and I'm just like, it is not that glamorous or it is not like, it's not what it's portrayed. How would you address that when somebody's just like, oh, magazines, like, do y'all sit in a room and you, like, you know, you think about all the, all the things. I don't know. I'm just, I'm thinking about or how to lose a guy. Or you a reporter like, out yeah, to, like, like, write how, a story. Yeah, it's not like how to lose a guy. And she falls in love. Yeah, yeah. And she <laughs> falls in love. And, yeah, that just, yeah. I think rather than a, a Hallmark movie, magazines are more like, um. It's one of those networks you never watch, and it's you know, and you know, no, really, and you flip through. It's like that uh, Channel Three, the government channel, where they're yeah, doing oh, like the C-SPAN or <laughs> yeah. something. But yeah, it's more like that because you're going, oh, this might be good, good someday. It's probably gonna be okay, but I'm not flipping. But that's how the process because it yeah. it gets from really yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the deadlines, y'all, we have no choice but meet deadlines, but the, it's the worst thing in the world. You're going, where is this article? Why is that not here? Mm-hmm. And and then you're sending a prompt, mm-hmm. and it finally comes, and then you, you make a last-minute decision, and it's like, well, we got to pull that. But if we pull that, then this needs to move to the family section. So that doesn't happen all the time, mm-hmm. but it does. But we always have late contributors. They mm-hmm. know who they are, and, <laughs> and we're able to work with it. It doesn't make our job any easier. But but it, it's just a lot of detail. Tells. Yes. And it's a lot of, uh, and I'm not an it's Excel. A big puzzle. It, it's it a is. Big, a, well, you're putting a puzzle together, and yeah. and at the end, you just and you may want to change something when it goes to print, but you go, no, no, this is it, and this is good, and we always got next month to yeah. hit it. But it is a puzzle. <laughs> yeah. 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 I tell people all the time because they're like, oh, I bet your work is like so exciting, and I'm like. I mean, it is, but if you were to just look at it from the outside, I'm just sitting at a computer (laughs) most of the day or like in meetings where we're all like looking at pieces of paper. Like it's not exciting to look at or to watch. What's our job? And I remember dreaming about as a, as a, college seminary student going, oh, gosh, Lifeway, Lifeway, Lifeway. And the first day it felt that way. A week later, it didn't <laughs> because they had just switched to Max, this oh. new computer, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and from this big 
cube of a computer thing where yeah. the biggest, greatest feature is push a button. You can see two things at one time. Oh, two yeah. columns. It was, I forgot what it was called. They said time had used these, you oh. know, but the time had passed and time had <laughs> passed them on to us, but they're awful. But yeah, it's just, the, it's really the, like anything else we do, raising kids, mm-hmm. you know, a marriage, There, there is the amazing, great stuff and you're in it because of the commitment. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff that is not glorious. It's not yeah. that, I'm not going to mention any movies and drop names, but it's not a a fashion magazine. It's it's not. And, you know, but here's the other thing, David, that I didn't realize until I started managing this team. When when we do like what we call our cross checks, when we are looking at the actual pages before it goes to print, we're trying Mm -hmm. to find all the things and we're looking at that. There are so many details that you guys look Mm at that I... I just, I was astounded down to, do they have a wedding ring on? Like those, those were things like that. Those are in the stock photos, in the stock photos, because we use a lot of stock photography Mm -hmm. and you also like you analyze all the things and you Mm -hmm. try to make sure there's balance of, you know, art and photos and, you know, all those kinds of things. So it is, it's a huge process. I mean, it really is. It's There's a, a lot challenge. Of details. Yeah. It's definitely a challenge, but it's such a great challenge. And it's, you know, and the cool thing is I'm working with amazing content. So no, I'm not going to say I have my devotion every time I work on a magazine, but yeah, there's so much stuff that it's, you know, it's just popped, jumped off yeah. the page. Mm-hmm. Just good, good stuff to, that I need to hear that just remind, even in my mind, I'm working, but subconsciously I'm getting this great message. And then to see that, and then you put the images in there and you go, oh, this just helps tell the story. It's not easy. It's not glamorous. And yes, at the, when we always do a big, whoo, that one's gone. And we're glad it's gone. Yeah. Uh, but, but And then you're back to work on the next one. Yes. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. All um, right. What are, your, what are some of your favorite columns? What are some of the favorite things? Well, you mentioned you mentioned one that when you said it, I thought, oh, yeah, me, sure. Uh, we have one on Hope, you know, Becky mm-hmm. Keefe. And I love that she mm-hmm. Somebody said uh, once. I said she writes a lot about anxiety and stuff. Well, that that was her. That's mm-hmm. her purpose to write about yeah. that. And when she talked about, it, I said write about that. And I said, what is it you're dealing with? What is it where you're seeing God working the most? And and um, it, and she writes about anxiety and and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And the more I listen and live, um, I realize that's such a a real a real you know, thing. I love the parenting by purpose. Dr. Oliver, uh, I love it called just one page. There's always a bold question. Why Mm -hmm. is my kid doing this? Mm -hmm. And he answers with scripture, but practical helps. Love Mm -hmm. that. Um, We always have uh, the article on marriage, Gary Thomas, and he's always, he is a good storyteller. And, but he has these truths and these practical steps as well, but just a great story. We got humor and, you know, Mm -hmm. and we have a humor columnist that Oh my goodness, Rhonda Ray is mm-hmm. amazing. She will do the funniest, dumb, funny stuff, and then zinger. There it is. You go, oh, there's the truth. Uh-huh. But you know, it's hard for me to say what we. I actually every issue I'm working with, 25 contributors mm-hmm. and then others, uh, 25 writers and other mm-hmm. contributors. And um, are there some that aren't my favorites? Yes. <laughs> but you know, but it needs to be in there, and it's meeting mm-hmm. a need and speaking yeah. to audience that. I don't know how to tell that stuff. So so my role in the magazine, I get to tell a little story on the editorial and the back page. I've never had my name on it. It's called Abide. And then someone said we should put a name on there probably so that if I get in trouble, they know who to come to. <laughs> but, you know, my job there is to be the editor. So that's why I find the voices that mm-hmm. – and a lot of them, they're needed. But several just the ones that I love. I mm-hmm. could go through almost every yeah. – because Scarlett Hiltabottle basically writes on – living on mission, your purpose. Mm-hmm. And she is amazing, humorous, warm, mm-hmm. tender, 
raw storyteller. Mm-hmm. And I think many of our, our um, listeners know her. But yeah, so, and a lot of times we go with, when we're uh, creating a magazine, mm-hmm. you know, we go with the message, but sometimes that starts with the messenger. Mm-hmm. And we say, oh my goodness, this lady, this mom, this has this great message we need to get out. And then sometimes it starts with the message, like something about gaming. Right. Like, oh, Drew Dixon, he's the guy, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah, it, it's fun. It really is. There's occasionally a gap that we struggle with. What are we going to put? I've got a gap mm-hmm. right now looking at January. I'm going, what are we going to do? I think I'll have maybe both of y'all write an article. <laughs> and that would fill it up. That would fill up. Two more articles would do it. So I just found, found my writers just go. now. There you go. Well, okay, so the Lifeway Women team includes our magazine's team, um, and you mentioned that a lot of our re- the readers of Home Life are women, and it's a women's magazine. Um, so you're one of the few and mighty guys, the few brave men, as oh, Beth like Moore my, always I said. I like mighty. I like brave. On, uh, <laughs> on the Lifeway Women team. So, But you're also a girl dad. Mm. So talk about how that impacts your work um, as one of the few brave men on the Lifeway Women team. Big time, big time. I mean, you really, that's my motivation and um, the, the girls, my family. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the blessings of being on a family magazine because I just ooze, for better or worse, family, mm-hmm. you know. And so so I have to thank you for saying body, mighty and brave. I yeah. have to be brave. Two sisters, <laughs> no brothers growing up. Three daughters, no You're sons. You're surrounded. And on my team, on yeah. my team, I walk around. Sometimes I might be hard to get along with. I'm going, oh, we're getting a little too mushy, gooey. I don't want to do it. Yeah. But usually I kind of go with it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's helped me because I have no excuse for not knowing something about a woman's heart. Mm-hmm. If I've just mm-hmm. listened to my mom, watched my sisters, watched my daughters, and, Kimber- and most of all, Kimberly, I have no reason not to know something about a woman's heart and really – I'm sure there's a few men that read the magazine, but that's not our target. It's women. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's helped me a lot. Um, um, A lot of the things I write about are real-life things that the girls, you wouldn't know it, but I've tweaked it, you know, to change, <laughs> to protect the innocent. But um, but that that's, I think, more than just being a girl dad, just being so geared for family. Y'all, I wanted to be a dad when I was a teenage boy. That's mm-hmm. weird. Guys, you know. You start, I think it's less weird than you think it is, but it's it not felt, often we, said out loud. Okay, well, yeah. I say a lot of things that yeah. aren't often said out loud. <laughs> we know that. We, and I'm sure this will be edited severely. But no, the thing is, you know, if whenever I want my friends, want to be, I want to be a basketball player. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be an accountant. But, you know, my goal, my only, and I, I will distribute to an amazing dad. Mm-hmm. I have an amazing dad who is a miracle in himself, but he's still around. And also, but but I, I had that modeled for me. We had our rough stuff at times, you know, as I was growing up, but he was so consistent and, and just so full of grace. But but my, my desire to be a dad came before marriage. And I thought, oh gosh, but I love the Lord. I know I need to get the steps in order first. <laughs> and and so Kimberly, you know, and, and I, that was our desire to have a family. So um, it's really honestly fun. I think I'm more comf- would be more comfortable on this team than another team because that's just been my history mm. or my herstory, I should say, maybe. <laughs> history. There you go. <laughs> All right, so here's the question we ask our guest. So, David, what has marked you in your walk with the Lord? And maybe in your work here. And this, I'm thinking about all this, all the too much stuff I've already said, and it all kind of is similar. There's a thread. When I lost my girls, mm-hmm. and we know my girls are still with me. Caroline's birthday is today, mm-hmm. and so... um 
uh, we married and right away, you know, Kimberly miscarried a couple of times and we, but we knew, we knew, you know, I want to be a dad, right? So we said, well, maybe we'll adopt, you know, we'll, that's, you know, what we'll do. And, and then, you know, God was good and as he always is. And we ended up having three girls and I remember writing a, a Christmas letter once and in the Christmas, and we don't do it anymore because nobody reads them anymore. Who, who does a Christmas letter anymore, right? It's a card and you from Costco and that's Oh, it. I love a Christmas letter. Oh, good. I'll start yeah. saying I'll write yes. one just for you. I'll, <laughs> one one every you. I'll send you my pastel shoes. I've got a whole yeah, volume. There you go. Yeah. Good for you. Vanitha but, Reisner uh, wrote, like, included segments of her Christmas letter in her Bible study. Um, oh. So she still writes one so too. There you go. So there you go. And well, you might be able to use that in a future. No, you know what? And that's the great. My goal was to do this every year and then that have could be a, your January article. I'll start there, preparing there for next go. Christmas. That's what I yes, should exactly. do. Yeah. There you go. Well, one, you. Of the, one of those Christmas letters, I remember writing, typing, uh, yes, and this year we'll have three girls under age three. Mm. So our girls were so close together. Wow. Three, you know, they're 15 and 20 months apart. So in March until March 30th, they were one, two, and three. And then, you know, add up. But what that means is they were born so together. Mm. They did everything together, the prom dress together, the homecomings together, the getting your license together, all that kind of stuff. But then college came, mm-hmm. and college is the cruelest thing you can do to a parent unless you're wanting to get rid of your kid. Me, mm-hmm. I want them for an, another 18 years, you know, mm-hmm. and then send them to college. But Mary Claire left, my oldest, and there were tears. And then we had a, a year off to try to recover. Mm-hmm. Kimberly was doing well with this, by the way, the whole time. <laughs> I was the one struggling, and she, was, she told me, no, I was prepared. And then a year passed, you know, a good year. And then Caroline went to college. And then, then there was one, Sarah Kate, and and she's the one. And then she goes to college, and it was awful. And I'm here coming for quite just weeping, weeping. And I'm such a selfish guy, so selfish, so selfish, so selfish, that um, we got home, and I got out of bed. I remember looking out of a big window upstairs and looking out there, and I just weeping. And Kimberly came behind me and put her arm. Around. And here, I should be comforting my wife. It was so selfish. This is sin, sin to the mat. But she put her arm on my shoulder, and she and I just shrugged off. And, and I remember literally saying, and this ugly, blubbery, ugly cry said, I don't even know my purpose anymore. Aww. And so for the next three months, I, yeah, I was in a church and doing an interim position. I did not sing the songs. And we're a musical family. I did not sing the songs. I did not talk to God. God was mad. And I said, I, I don't need to talk. You know what's going on. And so it was really pretty intense. And then all of a sudden, probably two months into it, all of a sudden I heard a voice. It was mine. And I was singing again. And I didn't. And, and it was like natural because I kind of, I was real still mad, but, but it's like the, the Bible talks about, you know, God putting a, you know, giving you a new song, a new mm-hmm. song. And, and it was so true. But what I realized, y'all, that, you know, I had put as my mm-hmm. desire to be a father and a family guy mm-hmm. had come way in front of my God. You know, we'd say Old Testament language was idol, mm-hmm. yeah, idol. And so it took me a while to realize that because it was so good, but it wasn't yeah. right. It was like so close, but no cigar. Right. I don't smoke cigars, by the way. Last one was in, at a Baptist college, by the way. Uh, a, a Swisher <laughs> we'll Sweet. that out. A Swisher <laughs> Sweet and I never inhaled. But that's what marked me is my realization that, yeah. that you know, I – as much as yeah. it was like Jesus saying, unless you deny yourself. Yeah. And, you know, I never understood that truth. I thought that sounds really hard. And it is. But that's what marked me. And I'm still mm-hmm. processing that. Mm-hmm. Yes, the girls are out of school. They're they're back close to us and hanging out. But as I look at that, I'm fearful that I don't put them in that place again. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. so close. Like, what's not better than your family, right? Mm-hmm. Your kids, God. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's what really is marking me, and it's still marking me. I would say I'm almost like my three-year-old granddaughter like in a, in a marker fight. I've got marks all over me, you know, mm-hmm. but um, but that's the big one that I just can't, mm-hmm. that I'm still sitting in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that because I feel like that's something that people don't talk about a lot because, like you said, these are good things. These are gifts from God, Mm -hmm. um, but we can very easily make that into our idol and put that above God. And so I think a lot of people will be able to relate to that and and maybe see it in their own lives or know that, like, just knowing that they're not alone in that struggle is also Mm -hmm. very helpful. That's why we share stories. We were talking about stories earlier. That's why we share is so that people can be pointed to the hope and the truth of Jesus. So thank you for sharing. So listeners, if you're not getting home life, there's a couple of different things. You can do it yourself. You can go to lifeway.com, type in home life in the search button, and you can find it. Um, But even better, you can get a better discount if you go to your church and have your church order them in bulk. And there's a discount there um, for purchasing. And that's the way most of our home lives are distributed Mm -hmm. through the local church um, because they are ministry tools. So if your church doesn't get them, go to the right people at your church and say, why do we not get Home Life magazine? And we would love to to have you be readers of that and just um, so that you get to know a little bit more, not just David, but you'll see his heart really in throughout the magazine. And we really do appreciate the work that you do, David. It's, it's a joy. It is. Uh, you know, I love family and I'm swimming in family every time I do that magazine. Yep. It's so good. Well, listeners, thanks again for joining us for the Mark podcast. And we hope to have you back next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly D. King and at E.D. Heineman. Use the hashtag Marked Podcast to connect with us. You can also find Lifeway Women on all social media channels at Lifeway Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at lifewaywomen.com slash podcast. If you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the podcast. We'll see you next time.